Hey, welcome to the Healthy Steps with Nicole podcast, where it is my goal to help you see what is possible for your business, for your life, and for the sales that are going to get you there. Get ready to be inspired and supported while you launch and grow your health and wellness business. I'm Nicole Kramer, coach, sales expert, and health and wellness fanatic. Each week, I will be having amazing guest experts that will share with us their knowledge on mindset, money, how to attract your dream clients, successfully close sales, and so much more. Selling doesn't have to be hard. You can have the confidence and the clarity you need to create and grow your dream business. Wouldn't it feel amazing to make $52,000 in one month? I can answer that question for you. Yeah, it does feel amazing. And I just did it. In December, I closed $52,000 of sales in 16 days. I did it with no paid ads and all organic marketing and relationship-based selling. And I want to share with you what I did to make that happen so that you see what's possible for yourself in your business. Because we're all working together here to make this world a healthier place. And I want to support you in however I can so that you know how to do it for yourself. So, January 18th is the day that I am teaching the masterclass. It's happening at 4 p.m. Eastern, and I would love for you to join us. So please go to the show notes, click on the link, sign up, and I'll see you on January 18th. I am super excited to be here today with my guest, Doug Foley. He is a personal friend of mine and a genius in all things business. And I have learned so much from him during the time that I've known him. And I am really excited to bring him today to this community so that you can also learn all the amazing things that are in that brain of his. So Doug, welcome to my community. Welcome to Nicole's Sales Superstars. I am pumped to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. And we're, we're also fellow Ohioans, so we've got that in common as well. We're, we're uh, Midwesterners at heart, I suppose, somewhere in our roots, right? The best come from the Midwest. Go Bucks. <laughs> That's how it goes. So um, let's just jump right into it. Tell me a little bit about you, Doug, how you got started, how you started doing what you're doing, why you love it, how you got good at it, all of it. Fill us in. Thank you so much again for having me. The The biggest part for me growing up, when I was a senior in high school, my dad's business went bankrupt. And it wasn't necessarily one bad thing or the other. It's just he had all his eggs in one basket, one really big customer. And at the time, I realized, like, had he had a system or understood how to replace that customer, he probably would have survived. So I come from a very entrepreneurial family. Still to this day, we have a number of businesses inside our family. And so I always had the entrepreneurial itch, but I didn't have the direction. And watching that happen made me realize marketing was the path I was going to go down and really mastering how do you find new companies to work with you or new business opportunities or learning where to pivot. So I set out on a really specific journey of understanding marketing and business development, science and psychology behind it. And ironically, and I know I'm going to date myself, Fairleigh Dickinson, which is a university I went to, they were one of the first five colleges to join Facebook. This is like way back in the day when you had to register with your school email address, you couldn't get in. Wow. So I was just by accident an early adopter of the platform, just trying to figure it out and understand how it all because worked. Because of the and college you went to basically, right? Because they were, they were one yeah, of the ones that was, was allowed to be part of it. Yeah, it was just, right. I mean, that was one of the first few. So it was like, oh, this is a pretty cool thing. Like you said, you can meet people from other schools. You don't actually have to go there. So at the time it was right. just that. And 
as I went through and started to learn more and more about marketing and understanding like what really made platforms tick, I started to see opportunities. So after graduating, I picked a really specific set of career goals and working in content agencies, media buying agencies, and working with some really big brands just to master because I wanted to be one of the best marketers that could be. And the biggest takeaway wasn't necessarily ads. It was understanding the system of how to acquire customers. Mm -hmm. Ads just happened to be the part that I mastered along the way because I built so many of the platforms. Like we were early days with Google building their search plot or the video part of search. So before YouTube was a commercial product, we did it with TD Bank. Mm -hmm. We built some brain science products with Walmart. And then I started to realize, okay, now I want to get back to the roots of where this passion started with small business. So let's figure out how do we use the tools to empower them. And that has become Facebook, Google, and then some of the new emerging platforms like TikTok. Got it. So really from an early start from watching your dad, client acquisition was what kind of drove you? Big time. Yeah. It, how do we get new how do I not here? put all my eggs in one basket like my dad did? How do I diversify? Which means I have to attract different people into my world. 100%. Yeah. And, and I think most small business owners, they're, they're good at a thing. You know, many of the people in your community, they're really good at helping get results when it comes to fitness and training or nutrition. Mm-hmm. But the skill of mastering how to build business or how to acquire customers, that's really foreign to most people. And it's uncomfortable. Right. And it's okay. It's like if LeBron James had to learn how to sell tickets, right? Yeah. Like he's really good at basketball, but he's also like if he was a one man show and he also had to sell the tickets and market to the people to, you know, but like it's tough on small business owners because we do have to do all the things. 100%. You know, a hundred percent. And that's, and it's hard to take away, like to go learn some of those skills. It's so dry and so foreign and so boring. Mm -hmm. So most people just avoid it and they keep doing what they're doing. But fortunately, I mean, most of the people who found you, like they're already in the right mindset of figuring out how to grow and making the investments in the parts they need to. But the biggest thing I see most people fail at when it comes to ads is they treat it as if it's the silver bullet. You know, they saw some webinar or somebody speak like, oh, I'm getting a 27x ROI on this thing. You got to jump in on Facebook. It is not that easy. And I know we touched on it. You've talked about it with your community before. All advertising will do is expose the parts of your business. If you're really good at something, it will highlight it. If you're really bad at something, it's going to expose it. It just amplifies whatever you're doing already. Mm -hmm. And it's... Interesting. And I, I so appreciate you saying that because I know you and I've had this conversation many times. And, and I remember early on when I met you, that's one of the things that I said is I'm very clear. It's just going to amplify what's already going on in my business. And what I hear more often than not from my community as I'm meeting new people is exactly what you said earlier. I'm really good at helping women balance their hormones. I just wish I could do that. I don't want to have to sell. I don't want to have to market. And there seems to be this really big resistance to that piece because it is another hat that you have to wear. It is another piece that you have to learn because in order to help women balance their hormones, you have to find the women that want their hormones balanced, right? And I think that's where the gap is for a lot of people is that part is just so new and foreign to them. And so they fall for the quote unquote silver bullet approach where, like you mentioned, somebody says, oh, I've got 27X ROI on on these ads that I run and it's only $5 a day. And 
it's funny to me because I'm in the business of working with health coaches. I am a certified health coach. And what I know that we are all totally against as holistic health coaches is the idea that there's a magic pill that can solve and fix our health. Yet I find those same people that hate the quote unquote magic pill solutions in health, but they want the magic pill solution in business. And that doesn't actually exist either. No. And it's kind of ironic. Like if you were to think about most of those ads Mm-hmm. are built by people who are really good at ads. Yes. So of course their ads perform well, but they're more often than not selling a program or course about how to run ads, mm-hmm. not necessarily how to do something that scales a business. Mm-hmm. So anytime I've worked with a client, at every stage of my career, we try to figure out how to solve the most meaningful problems that are closest to a transaction. Mm-hmm. So for example, if you are not converting people that are already in your world, like those sales conversations into clients, Mm -hmm. me giving you a hundred more leads is never going to fix the problem. It's just going to make it even harder and more overwhelming. You're going to feel like a failure. So for most people, I would encourage them to try to look at where they're at Mm -hmm. and then reverse engineer the system to get customers in. Mm-hmm. most people can add between, you know, to be honest with you, most people can double their business simply by asking for referrals. Mm-hmm. They don't need to go run this big ad campaign and set up a webinar that has a link to a Calendly thing. And then the email sequence to remind people. And then the follow-up sequence when they attend, you don't need all that for most people. Right. You just need to understand like how to deliver what you promised, get results ask for referrals. Once you have that, then you can take a step back and figure out, okay, now I have a core system that works. And when we first started, that's what you had. Mm-hmm. Like to have a client say, hey, I've gotten to this stage mm-hmm. and I haven't run ads. That's a business that now I can start to supplement the growth with ads. I remember I got really excited because you were really excited when I revealed like the behind the scenes, what was going on and how we had created what we had done so far. You were like, holy guacamole, this is great. You've already been doing this organically. Now we build on that, right? Yeah. And and I mean, truth be told, I'm still getting my feet wet. I'm still learning a lot about this. And you've been so amazing and supportive through this process just to learn more because ultimately everything I'm learning is going to help me, but also help me help my, my clients. Yeah. And that left an impression on me because I realized nobody should be running ads until they know what their system is for bringing people into their world and have that be like a wash, rinse, repeat kind of thing that has proven that it works before you want to spend any money doing anything that's automated because it's automated to show you what you're already not doing. Like we said earlier. It's a hundred percent true. And right. now we, with big brands before we've launched, um, you know, multi-million dollar campaigns, we do a lot of micro testing, mm-hmm. like because they have disposable money, but most people, especially, you know, solopreneurs, they can't burn $5,000 to test message A versus message B. Right. The best way to do that is going to be through some bootstrapping, mm-hmm. reaching out to existing clients, reaching out to prospecting, testing different messaging. Yeah. And I can tell you, if you have a good product or a good service, you will get referrals when you ask. Mm-hmm. And then those referrals are the litmus test. Say that is the offer that helped get me here. Now, at different stages of businesses, you're going to have to do different things. Like as you grow, you you will get to a point where you're scaling, where you have to run ads. Mm-hmm. And when you get to the point where you've exhausted referrals, 
-hmm. you kind of have two choices in terms of what you're going to do. You can go down the path of creating content Mm -hmm. and a lot of it and promoting it strategically. And a lot of those people where you see like the $5 a day type things, Mm -hmm. it's more content. When you get into trying to find clients where, you know, it's a thousand, two thousand, five thousand dollar service and you go the ad route, it starts to get a lot more expensive and you have to develop like the structure, the systems in place, Mm -hmm. much like you did with a webinar to a challenge Mm -hmm. to then the follow-up sequence with salespeople. So you just have to really understand what you're getting into. As a sales coach, I just want to, I want to point this out because you've said it twice now and I know how valuable and amazing this is for people to hear. They don't necessarily want to hear it, but there's two ways that people just miss opportunities. One is you've mentioned a couple of times referrals. If you have not asked for referrals in your business, you're missing a huge opportunity. The other one is sell to your current customers. People miss that all the time. It's like, listen, if Beyonce has a new album coming out, who's the best person to buy from that from her? Somebody who's already bought her stuff, who already likes her, who already you know knows her stuff and, and knows her style. And we have to remember that our current customers or previous customers who've worked with us and liked us, don't miss that opportunity. Referrals, don't miss, hey, my best clients come from my best clients. Who else do you know that, that uh, you know, needs some help? Those are really big missed opportunities. And like you said, until those are exhausted, you don't necessarily need to be bringing a ton of new people into your world. You could get great business just from what exists already in your world. hundred percent. And there's, so we generally speaking, this lesson has been taught by multiple people. I learned a variation of it from Ryan Dice, but there's basically four pillars to focus on. Mm-hmm. So I can get more leads. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of ways to do that. I can increase my closing ratio. So of those leads, how many become customers? I can increase my prices or margin. If you sell a product, you can just raise them. And frequency. Mm-hmm. So what you just touched on, like if I can, like anybody who wants to build and scale a business, the best thing you do is prioritize in reverse order, just like you did. How do I get my existing customers to buy more? How do I get new and existing customers to spend more or pay more by raising prices? How do I get better at closing? Mm -hmm. And then focus on leads, Mm -hmm. which gets into ads, marketing, all of those things. So for most people, there's three really big things they can do without ever having to touch ads, without ever having to do marketing. And to be honest with you, chances are most of the people in your community they built pretty good businesses by just being themselves and mastering the craft. Mm -hmm. They're now at this awkward like teenage stage where it's like, I don't feel comfortable in this anymore. And they have to get into some of those other areas. But before Mm -hmm. they get in ads is ironic because we run a media agency, media spend and ad spend should be the last resort when it comes to growth. Mm -hmm. You should have looked at those other three things to figure out, am I doing whatever I can to get squeeze all the juice out of the lemon Mm-hmm. before I'm going to go spend money and mm-hmm. shoot up cash flow. And those three areas before the marketing and ads were current customers, referrals, and what was the third? Closing better. Closing better. Yes. Which is why they're all here. So yes. this, you were the best investment before ads. Yes. I'll tell you that. Yes. There you and go. Everybody hear that? <laughs> Let me help you people, and then I'll send you to Doug. And to, to be honest, like we were, you were looking at running ads this past month. Mm-hmm. And this is the same thing I said to you. I said, to be honest, you're better off instead of spending the ton of money to run ads this month, double down in communities where your people are. Yep. 
So go to the places where potential customers are, be part of that community, showcase your expertise, and then just curate conversations. Am I hearing relationship building? Is that what I'm hearing? 100%. (laughs) That's where I think everybody forgets. And it's like this rush to grow and scale and get more people. I need more people. Lead gen is what everybody thinks they're having a problem with. You don't have a lead gen problem. You have a sales problem. You have a closing problem, right? You're not closing enough. It's like, I guess the basketball analogy comes through for me. It's like, I need more shots. No, I need to make more shots. I don't need more looks at the basket. I need to get better at making the basket when I do get a look at the basket, right? If you're not closing at 25%, I wouldn't spend money on ads. Yeah. Unless you just want more practice and you want some more cold calls. But if you're not closing at 20%, like if, and I'll be honest, this is, what I'm telling you is the same way we scaled our agency. It's like we're now on the fourth agency we've implemented this. I had a mastermind, which I sold to my business partner. We taught the same thing. The people that followed this process, they scaled because they kept cash in their business. Mm-hmm. What I see far too often is business owners, especially solopreneurs or people starting, they're quick to throw the money into ads because there's a belief that, oh, I'm going to get a 10x ROI. Yeah. What they often misunderstand is one, that's not always realistic. If you don't know what you're doing, you haven't nailed the offer. Two, they may not understand the cash flow tranche. Like how much is that money going out before it comes back? Mm-hmm. And can I weather that storm? Mm-hmm. It's not to say ads don't work. They do work. They work well. Yeah. But you just have to understand like what you're getting into before doing it. And there are other things that most solopreneurs can do before they get to the stage where ads are necessity. If people wanted to get into ads, the one thing I would tell them, and this is probably the best advice for fast starts, create really epic content and get it in front of the right people. Mm-hmm. And then take the time to engage and create conversations and talk to the people who are watching your content, commenting on your content, engaging. That's where I would start. Ads on social platforms only do well when people are engaging with the content. If the ads aren't good, if they aren't engaging, if like it's just not true to what it is, the platforms don't want to show it and you're just going to pay a premium. For nothing. Yeah. And that's why I was so excited when we started working together is that's the process you had. We were just going to put it in front of more people to walk them through and, and book more. But it's because yep. you built and understood the system and put the work in initially, then it was time to scale. Right. Well, and that's teach my clients. That's why I'm a sales coach. I'm like, let's build out your system so that you understand the customer journey. You understand how people, because I know it's at a certain point, if you are wanting to scale, this is something that you want to have in motion organically because you've proven that your content attracts people. You've proven that you are able to build relationships. You've proven that you are able to ask people to get on a call to discuss with you once you've revealed an opportunity. And you've proven that you know how to close that deal. That means you know something you said earlier, Doug, you know your offer. Yep. You know your person that you're selling to. Those are like, the, you can't sell anything until you know what it is that you're selling and who it is that you're selling to. And then you slowly develop your customer journey. And then anything that you're going to do in terms of ads as you're scaling is built on the foundation that you as the business owner are spending time building from that foundational level, organic level. Yes, 100%. Yeah, I think that's where a lot of people miss out is they just, like we said, they, they want the ads to just do that for them. But a lot of times they don't even know who they're selling to. They're like, if I could just get people, they need me, they need to be healthier. If I could just get people into my world. 
who, what people, and what are you selling them? Right. So I will, I will give you an example. So we, this is me running the ads. We had a mastermind and we, over a nine month period, we scaled it to six figures in less than nine months. It was pretty quick, good product offering. We wasted almost $12,000 in ads and didn't get a single customer. This is me running it, really capable. We booked a bunch of calls, but we didn't convert anybody. But it was an $18,000 product, mm-hmm. right? So it's hard for somebody to go through from not knowing who you are mm-hmm. to getting them to buy from you. Whereas the approach we were using, same one I recommended to you for this month, was go to the communities where you know your people are. Show yeah. your value by adding value and then have a conversation. Mm-hmm. because they get to see and showcase that, wow, this person really knows their stuff. Like they've got a proven track record. They've helped me get the results. Then we knew our offer. Then when it was time to run the ads the second time, we knew exactly what the pain points were. We knew the language. We knew we knew what converted. Right. So then we could scale. Now, in our case, with that particular one, we had already capped out. We filled our mastermind without ever having to run ads. Wow. And the irony being that we run a fair amount of media, most people don't need to ever run ads. They just need to put the foundational and fundamental pieces in and understand like to grow, mm-hmm. you've got to be a salesperson first, a marketer second. Yes. I love but that. when you're ready to scale, that's when you market. That's when you market. And you said something a couple of times that's really important that I want to highlight. You've got to already know what converts content wise, like whatever it is that you're doing, the ads are going to be using whatever you've already been using to convert. So yes. your content, your messaging, you've got to know what's the hook that's bringing people into your world. You've got to know that before you're going to spend any money on ads or those aren't going to do anything for you unless you know why people are coming into your world. Well, and it's funny because most of the people in this community, like you work in the health and fitness space, mm-hmm. like, you know, the real pain points, you know, it's going to be a handful of things. Like I want to look good at the beach. I have a wedding coming up. I want to fit into the dress. Like I want to look my best. There's all these critical points, but for whatever reason, and I see this all the time, when they go into the ad world, they don't convert the same stories as is the conversations they have that close. Mm-hmm. You know, they start talking about this weird new method. I, no one knows. It's not the thing that they care about. So they change the conversation when they try to fit it into somebody else's system and they lose the authenticity of what they do that helps them close and scale. Hey, I'm interrupting you real quick because I know you're enjoying this podcast and I know you're listening to this podcast because you care about your business. You care about the people you work with and you want to help people. As a matter of fact, you want to help more people. But I bet you often ask yourself, where am I going to find clients? And I've got your answer. I have a free training video for you. It is called 33 Places to Find Clients, and it comes with a workbook where you can take notes on all the 33 places that I give you. So I want you to get this downloaded. It's free. Get it today because ultimately it's going to help you understand where to go every day to interact with people so that you can start to get more clients and help more people, which is the goal of all of this. So go to healthystepswithnicole.com backslash 33 places, download it, watch it. I can't wait to hear from you and hear what you think about it because this is going to be a game changer for you to know every day where you need to go and what you need to do to find more people to become your clients. Okay, now back to the show. And I've seen some people be momentarily successful where they've gotten a bunch of new clients, but then they're in it for, you know, it's a 12 week program. They're in week two and they're like, oh my God, these are not my people. What did I just do? Mm -hmm. So it's not to say that it can't work. 
but that's, you'll get the people that want an immediate result, Mm -hmm. just like you'd want the immediate result with, you know, Facebook ads, they get in there. It's like, well, I haven't lost 15 pounds yet. And you're like, well, yeah, it's going to take you six months. Right. So just the same context you teach people have that when you try to make business decisions, when it comes to marketing and just evaluate, do I have the system in place? Do I have the knowledge to make the decisions of doing it right? And then am I at the point where I've scaled? Have I exhausted, you know, selling to my existing customers? Have I raised my prices so that I don't need to go get 20 more customers? And then how do I get better closing opportunities I do have? So when I get a referral, I need to be closing referrals at 50%, not 25. Right. Yeah. Referrals should be your highest close rate of all. Yeah. Like I'll be honest. So we don't, we have not run ads. We don't run ads. Um, we're capped out simply by referrals. You came to me through referral. That's mm-hmm. that is a sign of a good business. Um, Absolutely. This particular business is not one we're scaling. Another sign of a good business owner is having integrity. And I want to just point this out because you said it earlier. Um, you flat out told me last month when we had a meeting. I was like, "Well, what do you think? Here's my idea. Here's what I want to promote. Do you think we should run ads?" And you said, "No." Like that honesty, that integrity to me is where we gain more credibility in our community. And that's what brings us more business. So to me, when you're focused on customer service and you're focused on showing up and really serving the way that you intended to from starting this business, not you, but any any business owner, that's what people feel. They feel that energy from you and it attracts them more to you. And that's where the referrals come from. That's where the repeat business comes from. Yeah. And that's how you start to grow and scale. And to me, yeah, I, I got six figures by myself without ads because of exactly that, building relationships, serving really powerfully and tapping into my customer network to ask for referrals. And it just made things feel so much better because it's all about building relationships. And then, like you said, when you're ready to scale and get bigger, there's a time and a place for that and ads will make sense. But why would you want to be a business owner that's starting without building relationships and building your community, right? You need that foundation. So there's an audit process we use. And I'll be honest, we actually developed it originally for Fortune 100 companies. Um, but then we we reworked it so small business owners could use it. It's called Tactics. Mm-hmm. And it's a simple framework that's based on how people buy. And the acronym itself stands for traffic. So mm-hmm. where do our customers come from? Mm-hmm. And you can look at it either paid, owned, or earned. So you can run ads, you might go to trade shows, local events, you may have a network or gym that you're affiliated with or past colleagues, friends, those are more the earned. When you go to the next step, so we figured out, okay, this is where my primary source is going to be that I'm going to drive traffic. So if you can do it for free, start there, much like I said, with the groups. The important piece when you move down is the action. When they get to you, what are you offering them? What are they getting? So in a digital sense, if they were to get to a landing page, what's on that landing page that entices them to take the next step, which is commitment. Mm-hmm. So giving up an email, following you on social, subscribing to your YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And then when they're ready, the T is transaction. So they're either going to give up their time. So they're going to book a consult or they're going to buy your program. One of two things. Most people stop there, and it's one of the biggest mistakes we see in business. The last part of the tactics framework, which is the ICS, is their first interaction. The first interaction they have with somebody post-purchase will dictate how much money they spend with you and how much they're willing to refer you. 
So if you don't lock in with somebody and like make sure that the onboarding process is on point, make sure they're getting results, mm-hmm. it's very difficult to scale. Everybody's so focused on the traffic and the leads portion, they neglect the single most important piece. And the last part is customer service. Mm-hmm. Just overdo what you said you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Like just over deliver. Yeah. If you did nothing but just focused on unbelievable customer service and customer experiences, mm-hmm. you'll never need to go to this high quadrant of paid traffic acquisition because you'll built a referral source. That's that earned part of traffic. Mm-hmm. I'd love nothing more than people say to me, it's like, I've never needed to run ads mm-hmm. because all my business comes from referrals. Yeah. And I've developed a process to make that easier. Yeah. Well, and I think that's a couple points that you brought up that I really like. I heard somebody use the analogy once, like the day that the woman buys the wedding dress is not the day the actual sale happens. The day she's wearing it, how she feels in it. That's what's going to make a difference in your customer service and in your either repeat business or referral business, right? 100%. Yep. And the, well, how many bridesmaids do most brides have? Mm-hmm. Six, seven, right. eight dozen. Right there. Yep. So you're telling me, like, I'll use this example because these are, these are small things that I see small businesses miss. Mm-hmm. The day that that bride comes in, everyone that was with her, should be getting a card, a yes. welcome package. Yes. How many like weddings have you been in where that's ever happened? Not many. Yeah. People miss like the small opportunities. So like think about like workouts. Uh-huh. Refer a friend. Hey, bring your best friend for a workout. Mm-hmm. There's small little things that you can be doing now. Yep. And the worst thing that's going to happen, they have a great workout, but they don't buy from you, but they now follow you on social media. Remember the whole commitment piece of that framework. Yes. Right. Or the transaction, they came for the workout. Yes. All you're trying to do is be smart about the network you're building yep. by delivering value. Plant seeds. Those, yeah. That's, yeah. More seeds of plants, bigger gardens. That's, it's like my motto as a sales coach. I'm like, your job is to plant seeds. And those seeds may not sprout today, but when you nurture them, they will grow. And it may not pay today, but it will eventually pay. Your job is to focus on making the customer, not the sale. Yes. You know, invite your friend to the workout. Hey, invite your friend to to our next workout. Cool. Exactly that. That's how you're focused on the customer. You're focused on growing through customer service, not go, growing through, let me just get more people. Because when you bring those, it's, it's something you said earlier that I think is really valuable. When you bring the cold people, the cold traffic into your world, you end up getting the wrong people in your program if they haven't been warmed up to you yet, because they may be looking for something that they're not clear, you're not delivering because they haven't listened to you for long enough. Like I was saying to one of my clients the other day, nobody's going to get inside one of my programs and go, I, I need to do my website first before I can sell anything. Because if you've been in my world for a while, you've heard me talk a lot about the fact that you don't need a website in order to sell. So that isn't going to be a thing that I'm going to have to have a conversation with somebody about in one of my programs because they've been listening to me for a while. So you actually want traffic that's warmed up to you for a while. And you, you've mentioned a couple of times the, the word commitment. I call them the little micro commitments along the way, right? Somebody shows up for a live video I do. Cool. That's a micro commitment. You reply to a message or you comment on one of my posts. That's a little micro. like we're just pulling a little bit of a commitment here and there so that when they do eventually get on a call with you, when you've stayed front of mind in their world and they finally say, you know what? I do want to have a conversation. This isn't just a, let me see if I can sell them. They've already pretty much decided they like you and they want to have a conversation because they're interested because they've had all those commitments along the way. Well, it's funny you mention that because 
so much about a service business is related to relationships. Like Mm -hmm. it is a relationship type Mm -hmm. business, especially when you're dealing in health and wellness, because it's something people are so uncomfortable with. Like Mm -hmm. I date my body. I I don't like these things. Like very interesting. And it's a lot like dating. Mm -hmm. And there are certain steps. Like if you skip in dating, like it's really uncomfortable. Right. Right. Turns into a pretty bad relationship. So understanding those important critical steps and those micro commitments is really vital. Um, And I think that's why when you rush to ads as a silver bullet, it's almost a disguise for some other underlying issues in the business systems that we look at. Like we do not take on any clients if we don't go through that audit and ask those questions and say like, you're missing these fundamental pieces of the system. Mm -hmm. We can't run ads yet. It wouldn't matter how good we are at buying, nothing will come through the bottom of the funnel. Right. Right. It's empty underneath. Like you've got this, this facade, but what you're bringing people into doesn't have, it's not robust. It doesn't have, right. Like you're bringing them into something that isn't quite clear. You aren't even clear. You know, I I have that a lot. You and I had this conversation last month. You were like, go where your people are. And I was like, cool. I didn't have a problem with that because I know where my people are because I know who I'm selling to because I know what problem I'm solving. And I, as a sales coach, I have a lot of people all the time where I'll, I'll get in this conversation where they're like, well, where are my clients at? And I'll say, well, what problem do you solve? It's two opposing conversations. When you're telling me that you know there's a problem that exists and you know there's people that have this problem and then you're asking me, where are my people you're not, you're not making sense because you're saying that you know that those people exist and that they have this problem, but then you don't know where to find them. That's not my job. That's not your job to, to run it. Like it's, you're the business owner. Who are your people and where do they exist? And if you don't know that, that's the first thing you better figure out. If you don't, I can't run ads. Targeting ads only work with precise targeting. So if you don't know exactly who you're going after, Mm-hmm. and exactly what you solve for them, mm-hmm. you cannot run ads. You will bleed money. Right. And to your point, as a sales coach, I really can't help you sell unless you know where your people are. I can get strategic with you and help you learn some maybe new areas where you could go show up. But ultimately, you're the one who knows the problem that you solve and the person that has that problem. You better figure out where they are. And if you don't yes. know yet, go get messy and go start talking and go start conversations and the breadcrumbs will lead you there. Yes, 100%. That's where I think the, the biggest frustration is for people. They're like, but where are my clients? You tell me where my clients are. I don't know. I'm, I, I don't have, the, like, you know what I mean? I think that's the biggest conundrum for people is like, they want somebody else to tell them where their clients are. Well, you're the one that solves the problem. What is the problem and who has it? And where do they hang out? Ads are a really expensive way to find that answer. <laughs> really expensive. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Play around with it. And it's like, I was saying to somebody the other day, one of my clients, you know, she wanted to like pick out her brand colors and do her website and do all these things. And I was like, let's go sell a couple of packages and then you can start worrying. Let's bring some money in, you know? And she has a son who was interested in football. And I was like, listen, would you go buy his uniform and pick out the team name and pick out the team colors and buy him the new shoes before he's ever touched a football? She goes, no. I said, what would you tell him to do first? She goes, go out in the backyard and throw around with his friends. I said, the equivalent of that is what I want you to do in your business. Go have some conversations, go see who's interested. You know, like we've got to, we've got to start there and it feels messy, but that's where you got to start. When I look at ads and like spending, I'd rather play with the house money Mm -hmm. than my own. Mm -hmm. You know, I'd rather go put the work in, go earn some money knowing that it's the right offer 
and then reinvest it for a site, for ads, for those necessary things. Fall, or all, it's probably is one of the things I talk about in the book. Go sell a customer. Because you do not have a customer, you do not have a business unless you have a customer. Go get your first five customers. Yes. Then you have a business, then go reinvest in the yes. assets to grow. Yes. But everybody wants to do it in reverse. The business plan, borrow money, go spend it on things that don't make money. Websites don't make money. They're one of the most expensive things you'll ever do in a business. They're so expensive to build. If Like, yeah, you could go build one on Squarespace or Wix. But then you've got to drive traffic to it. That is so expensive. And then people are like, oh, I'll get SEO and I'll try to show up. SEO has less than a 50% click-through rate. So even if you're number one, you're only getting half anyways. Mm-hmm. So if I like the best thing people can do to figure out, just invest in relationships, mm-hmm. go be where your people are. That might mean like, I'm going to spend the money to get at the conferences, to, to speak on the stages, like to do the things that matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get in the mix with where your people are. It's, it's, exa- I mean, you're, you're basically giving a pitch for what I do. Like hire a sales coach so you can figure yeah. out how to go sell. Cause if you're smart, those five packages that you're going to go sell that you just mentioned before you do anything else, uh, you're going to sell high price point. I mean, this is just me. I don't want to go off on too much of a tangent, but this is my philosophy. Go sell a couple of one-on-one private high price point packages yep work with some people, get some results, find out that you have success with your clients. But, you know, everybody's like, I want to do a group course for $47 a person. Like bring some money into your business, prove that you have something that works for people, sell it to a couple of people who, you know, are really interested, who are really ready to dedicate themselves to it. And now we have a foundation to start to grow a business from because you've proven you can sell something and it helps people. Amen. Boom. <laughs> Just like that. So we've heard a lot of really, really valuable, important stuff from you about ads and, you know, kind of the foundation that people need to have. It sounds like having some kind of organic system, a way to attract people and a proven system and able ability to get results from your clients are some of the, the really important things that people should have before they consider ads. Is there anything I missed? No, just get those foundational things in place first. Mm-hmm. And just consider ads as the last resort. Like anytime you have the temptation to run ads into a funnel, Mm -hmm. just go through and say, did I do these other things first? Have I gotten everything I can out of the existing base? Mm -hmm. And then get ready to run ads. And if you're at a point where you're ready to scale and you have cash flow, then it may be worth testing. Just do it smart. You know, do it with a trusted partner and make sure you understand at least some of it Mm -hmm. before you dive into it. Right. Well, find somebody like Doug, because he's amazing. He's been so helpful to me along. When I'm like, I look at you and I'm like, do I need to understand anything you just said? You're like, no, I'm like, cool. As long as I understand, it's kind of like my idea of electricity. Like, I don't, I don't know how electricity works, but you know what I do know? How to flip the switch and turn on the light. That's all I need to know. I don't need to know the wires or what connects to what. And when you get somebody like a referral, like you, who's an amazing person to work with, um, then you've got somebody that, that has your back and can help take care of some of that stuff that you don't need to know all the ins and outs. Absolutely. Yeah. This is amazing. I I feel like I could always talk to you forever. I know people are going to want to find you and follow you. Where are you? How can they find you? Most active on Instagram at Douglas J Foley, F-O-L-E-Y. Very cool. Best place to find me. And if they have some time this summer for some extra reading. Yeah, they can buy my book. It's called The Breakout Blueprint, How to Find Your Passion, Take Action, and Build a Lifestyle Business. Awesome. So much of what we talked about today is in there. 
all of the teachings Nicole's going through, like she is probably the perfect example of what a lifestyle business looks like. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I appreciate you being here with us. Any other final things that you want to leave us with in regards to anything business-wise, entrepreneurship? Surround yourself with really good people. Like join the communities like this one where you can interact. Entrepreneurship can be a very lonely game. So it's important to surround yourself with people that are going to push you. A lot of people in entrepreneurship, when you tell them, oh, I'm building this thing, they won't understand. They won't get the vision you have. So go find that community that's going to foster and fuel that fire. Yeah. I think that's some of the best advice anybody could ever give a new business owner. Put yourself around other people who are doing it because other people in your world that have been there for a while aren't going to get it and it's not their job to get it. No, no. And it's good because they didn't have the same idea. Right. Exactly. Go put yourself around the people who do. I love that. So Douglas J. Foley on Instagram, go check him out. He's got great content. It's inspiring. Great quotes. You're funny. He's a grill master. You're going to, you're going to see a lot of Sunday grilling and golf. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of golf, a lot of grilling. A lot of golf, a lot of grilling. I love it. Thank you so much, Doug, for being here. Thoughts grow stronger when shared. So share with us what you learned today. I know everything that we shared was really valuable. So I want to hear what you learned, what you got out of it. And if you have questions, pop those in there as well. And Doug, again, thank you so much for being here. And uh, it's always a pleasure. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you all soon. All right. That is a wrap for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And by the way, if you like this, subscribe because there's more good stuff coming your way. Also, please leave a review. It would mean so, so much to me and it would help others who are considering listening to this podcast to understand how amazing it is. And while you're at it, why not share with a friend? And by the way, one last thing, I would love to hear from you. I would love to connect with you. So you got a couple options. You can check me out on Instagram at Healthy Steps with Nicole. You can find me in my private Facebook group, Nicole Sales Superstars, or you can go to my website, healthystepswithnicole.com. I would love to hear from you and I can't wait.